The Contrarian Podcast, sponsored by Faraday Solicitors. Going to court can be stressful and difficult. That's when you need support and expert advice. Faraday's solicitors have a range of departments providing family law, criminal defence and civil litigation advice. Our solicitors are available to discuss your case to ensure you achieve the best possible outcome. Our reputation is built upon a philosophy of thorough case preparation coupled with a fearless commitment where we endeavour to provide every client with a high quality service. We hold a legal aid franchise are LXL accredited and are regulated by the SRA. Our solicitors will advise you on the most cost-effective way to fund your case as we accept both privately and publicly funded cases. Faraday's solicitors firmly believe that everyone has a right to justice and we will help you uphold that right. We can be contacted on 0207 281 1001 or via email on inquiries at faradayssolicitors.co.uk. The heart of East London, it's New Sound Radio 22 FM. Hello and welcome to the Contrarian Podcast with your host Rohan. I apologise that there hasn't been any content that has been put out recently. It's been an interesting time to say the least. There's uh, a lot of things that have been going on and we know this already, like with the pandemic with all the protests surrounding Black Lives Matter and trying to get rid of injustices in our in our systems. And it's really easy to give you a two pence and say something at the time. But I think it's important to think about things, you know, take a step back, really think. And this is uh, partly the problem. Uh, people speak without necessarily like knowing what's going on. And it's part of the problem. And I really like that people have taken time. You know, if there was a positive message about the whole Blackout Tuesday, it was to take time to go and really like think to educate yourselves and to know what's going on in society. And so, you know, a week ago, Tofik had his um, emphatic return. So a lot of the things that me and Tofik discussed are now a bit out of date, but the fundamental message is really important. So what I've done is I've sort of, edited out all the out-of-date stuff and kept the relevant stuff. I want to put the conversation with me and Tofik up next and then afterwards you'll hear like me carry on speaking about like monologue you could say about how I feel as well. Like me uninterrupted sort of seeing the world through Rohan. Hope you enjoy. The heart of East London, it's New Sound Radio 22 So in terms of like What's happening now, I, I really encourage anyone who's listening to get behind these anti-racism movements to sign any petitions uh, regarding George Floyd. Because I think... It- I feel like it's not just that. I think we should, we should like literally start promoting it on it, on just social media and get everyone aware about it. Even make videos, make a 10 minutes, 10 second video to talk about it. Yeah. I don't think there's any issues with that. I, I really think everyone should have their voices and more out open. When this first came out and you saw all the videos being shared about what happened to George Floyd, it was put in one of my group chats and someone said to me, don't like, why are you sending this? Like, this is like really inhumane. It's horrible. I don't want to see this. But the point is, if people don't see what's really going on, then they'll be ignorant to yeah. it. They'll be like, OK, no, there might be extra reasons why that policeman might have uh, acted in this way. But we're seeing clearly from this footage that this guy wasn't resisting. There's no reason. Apparently, the, 
this guy apparently has been like found to be wearing MAGA hats and stuff like that. I don't know. Like, so are you a racist for wearing MAGA hats? No, but is there a chance, high chance that you are? Maybe. <laughs> I know it's really. Look, I'm not trying to say the attraction of white supremacist movements have come to this bloody thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And well, the thing is though, it gone. Yeah. So like, here's the thing that I just wanted to say. So, police in general perform a really important function in our society but that does not give them a right i would say an essential kills. function in society yeah exactly uh, but it doesn't give them the right to abuse that power and to to lean on a guy's neck who's already got his hands in cuffs and it's it's completely unwarranted and inhumane and the guy i hope that he he does get made as an example as a benchmark to n- what to not do as a police officer it doesn't make sense like how how do these people apprehend this individual in this manner yeah like where do they get their training from here's the thing that really annoys me so with george floyd like he was being detained he was being murdered you could see like on video that that was the 11 minute murder of a young black man well i don't know how old but yeah 11 minute video of a murder of a black man and you see these officers around the asian fellow the asian officer who just looked around and just didn't he saw his you know fellow officer doing something that might have been well it was completely wrong and didn't do anything about it how do we get a solution to this how do we make things better it's all right saying racism exists but what can we do as an individual, as a collective, as a world, what can we do so that this doesn't happen again? I feel like first thing to attack is not the eye. Like, like, I don't know, man. I, I just feel like, how do you tell a group of people to change their feelings about... An, like, it's, it is about profiling and it is about yeah. racism. I mean, look, okay, let's, it is about let's, let's start with us in terms of like the South Asian community. Like, colorism is rife anti-blackness is rife and i think like we need to change this like we're all like we see we see especially in the asian community there's always this sort of like hierarchy there's this like oh like they're not as good as us we're better blah blah blah. we need to get rid of these backward mentalities like we are all a common humanity and no one is but you know do you know how we do that you know how we do that rohan we educate starts with us not not we educate our parents and our families and whatever there yeah. is. That well, we generation. educate. Like, this is the thing. We talk. We talk about it. We don't perpetuate these stigmas. I think. Yeah, I think perpetuating stigmas also, but it's about having the confidence and to stand up and say your opinions and your feelings and your reservations about things that people around you, um, people around you would say something, and you need to. If you think this is utterly wrong, you should stand up and yeah, exactly. express your point yeah. of view. I, yeah, I, I really. I, I really believe this because um, it is difficult when, like, let's say... But you see, with Asian people, it's different because Asian people don't really stand up. No, but th- this is the thing. Like, this is what's wrong with society. If you don't stand up in the in the face of something that's wrong, then you're, you're nothing but a sheep. And fair enough, like, people are happy to be sheep the rest of their life. But if they want to make change, positive change, then you can't follow the crowd. You can't be like, yeah, you can't be a yes man. If you see something that's wrong, you're going to stand up and you say, this is wrong. And, what, and what's happening to black people in America and all over the world, and also, what, you know, what, what's happening to um, people of colour all around the world, it's important. And you have to realise that people are being affected. And, like, people saying these sort of 
all lives matter movements and it's just it's reactionary to the black lives movement uh, sorry the black lives matter movement and you can't argue with the fact that the black lives matter movement is is standing for something legitimate these people in terms of like black people who are in prison who are getting mistreated who can't even get jobs just because of their color it's it's horrible and there's loads of studies that prove that just because of the color of your skin you're less employable you're more likely to get racially profiled by the police and get detained and stuff and it perpetuates real issues and i think firstly in terms of the george floyd situation i think there should be police accountability there should be some sort of retribution like if i was a policeman and i saw my partner doing something wrong i should have the confidence the, to say there's to also punishment there's also punishment for the police but there needs to be a nationwide address yeah. and a change of training and a change of perception within police yeah. forces as well but, whoever they hire it's stupid it's may it sound stupid yeah. to some people but there needs to be some education yeah. among people to really assess individuals individual like assess individuals not on the basis of their color and skin there needs to be a social um policy and and police academies also so then they don't carry out this stupid behavior also mental health checks as well and also i think i really think that if you're a policeman and obviously in your personal life there's a certain way but if there's cases coming out where you are marching with a white supremacist rally or you you are proposing things on social media which is very racist very offensive i think it is relevant to your police work as oh, much 100%. as you're outside you know what i mean and 100% i, I think it's important yeah. i think if you abuse drugs and you are a working man i do believe that as much as you want to say that you're doing drugs in your personal life and it doesn't matter but you see it will catch up and eventually there will come times where you can possibly get high on the job like i'm just trying to say that people i'm not trying to say to you people's lives have to be monitored and you know the opinions have to be monitored that this hence why employees will search us on social media and look into our accounts yeah, to find exactly. out I think things the, about us and what we like you raise a, a really good point i think the the vetting uh, process of the police needs to be definitely changed in america for sure in this country as well you have to have some humanity you can't just treat okay fine just because a disproportional amount of this particular group of people in society may or may not be involved in crimes doesn't mean you have to treat everyone of that color in that same way yeah exactly exactly making okay. sure that you pick police officers that are calm under pressure that don't snap yeah regular psychological assessments um, assessment yeah. of uh, they need to get them psychometric tests psychological tests to assess how they think you see you can't if you have racist beliefs then you're the way you view things is a certain way and if yeah. you issue tests without them knowing the same and really find out they think maybe you could see that maybe there's a potential risk but sometimes there are anomalies and i can admit that but hence why you should go into a position of questioning i i do think that it's plain to see that that level of force was completely unwarranted and this is happening to to black people all over the place and it's it's wrong it's wrong and we're living in a society where young uh, black people and people of color are trying to break out of all these barriers that people are constantly making for them but how can they do that if then their brothers and sisters a mother yeah. or daughter they're getting killed for no reason by the police now fair enough we we can say that there there, there are issues in every single community and that's a separate point yeah. 
but in terms of what's gone on now in terms of police brutality and this murder it's like let's not beat around the bush it is a murder of a black man i think it's completely wrong and uh, there needs to be something done 100% 100% man like i agree how many more martyrs are there going to be before things really change yeah i feel like when this we've been seeing this since this 2000 12 with Trayvon Martin and all these individuals yeah. and like racism is so hard it's not tangible like when you when you interview someone of course you don't want that policeman to be a racist but their racism is you can like hide it and then you can show it if we just sort of sum this up I'd say there needs to be some sort of police accountability there needs to be re-education in terms of white people brown yeah. people everyone needs to be re-educated about how uh, racism and discrimination affects all people, but black people in particular, who are disproportionately affected by this sort of like systemic racism and police brutality. And we need to break out of this cycle and really have trust in our police who perform, like we said before, a really, really important function of society. We wouldn't be able to live as we do if there was no police. No, I'm just going to run up on your house. Yeah, run up on the ob block. The cookie jars. Yeah. But in the ob block, yeah. The heart of East London, it's New Sound Radio 22 FM. A week on from that podcast, that recording session that we did, you know, what we had talked about, some of the things that had already changed, and I thought it wasn't necessarily sensible, or it wasn't necessarily a good idea to put that podcast out a week later. I think it's, you know, some of the things have changed. Like, for example, we talked about... Um, you know, the police officers at that point, those police officers involved in the killing of George Floyd, they hadn't been prosecuted. And so we were talking about that. And I was saying at the time, uh, one of the big bosses in the police were saying, oh, no, there's some evidence that what happened was like justified or, or something on the lines of that. And so I thought like that was like a signal to say that, okay, no, we're not going to, you know, try these criminals i mean like yeah they're policemen but yeah they killed an innocent unarmed black man at the time i thought that you know things weren't going to change and then look what happened people rallied people in all 50 states of america took to the streets and protested in 14 countries around the world i feel proud that people in this country they didn't say oh this is an american issue so we're not going to get involved no they took to the streets and they really made their voices heard and this is a really important thing like as a, a student of politics for you know the good part of uh, the last five years I really think that protesting is underrated people say oh why are you protesting but when you protest when you rally together and there's loads of you there and you have a united voice it's so so powerful and I really commend people that have taken to the streets and are paving the way for change because although there are many flaws with the system and the institutions in America, in this country, we aren't innocent. There are so many things wrong with uh, how the police operate, how our institutions operate and 
we have to show that we're not okay with some of the things that go on. We can't just say, oh no, this is how it is and this is how it always be. No, if we want to make the change, then we have to be prepared to make those first steps to get that change. And so I really, I really, really rate the people who are protesting. And I think this is also a massive wake up call in terms of like how we go forward. Like, in America, they have the elections coming up soon. And I think what's gone on in the past week or so, it's going to be very damning to Donald Trump. He lives on rhetoric of hate. He rallies his supporters around the idea of hate, divisive politics, fueled on saying, oh, this is us and this is them and white supremacy. And it's it's so sad to see. And so I hope that the next election people aren't passive people really go out and they make their voices heard at the voting booth because this is another instrument of change i know people are disillusioned and people say oh no we're not going to make any change but i do think change is possible like we've seen in this country where the youth vote especially we're the next generation we are making steps to live in a society in the future that we want to live in and we can only do that by exercising our right to contribute to the system like yes the system can be seen and is a product of centuries and centuries of prejudice of white supremacy of divisiveness and of hate and yes that's the past we can't do anything about the past and it's really important that we learn from the past and we learn what happened and not be ignorant to what happened black people have been systematically treated like garbage so have brown people and this is not right we are all one a common human race and we shouldn't be treating our black and brown brothers and sisters badly why should we just by virtue of your skin color why should you be treated differently and so i think change can really be made at the voting booth. Please don't think that, oh no, the system is like this. We can't change it. My vote doesn't matter. Maybe your individual vote might not matter. Like, let's be real. One vote in a massive election, maybe it won't help. Maybe you live in a constituency which is really conservative. If you um, live in, in a place like that and you feel like my vote doesn't matter because X party might win but this negativity or not negativity this mindset is the reason why a lot of injustices prevail if we rally if we say okay no this is not just one vote this is like if we, all these individuals use their power because it is a power we might not see it it might not be something tangible that we can uh, you know pick up but if we if all the people who don't vote use their power and voted then there'd be such a difference you don't understand how many times in school in university that we've seen the turnout figures are oh, they're so low for young people and these are the young people who are out on social media who are saying listen this and i and i and i'm with them i i do believe it's not enough to be not racist that shouldn't even be you know a level that should be the absolute minimum and then after that then okay we're realizing that our black brothers and sisters they're being treated in a particular way which is unjustifiable and that can change 
And that can only change if you can facilitate that change to happen. We say people saying, we li- you know, this whole society is made for white people. Or this this uh, society is there to serve the privileged. And while that may or may not be the case, if you want things to change, then you have to be active about making that change. And so at a really fundamental, you know, at a basic level, we can do this through voting. And so if you're going to listen to this and take anything away from it, it'd be make sure that you vote because people in the past didn't have that privilege. Black people in the past didn't always have the privilege to be part of society in the way that they are now. Even women were excluded from this process. And so while things aren't perfect, we can use what we have to make the system into what we want to be. You should strive to be more aware, be self-aware and also aware of what's going on around you. And so, for example, we have these peaceful protests and I think that it's amazing. Things have changed. We've seen getting the police officer who killed George Lloyd, getting a conviction against him was a great start. And I truly believe that if there wasn't all this widespread support for this movement, and if there wasn't such awareness, and it wouldn't have happened. And it's a good thing. It's a testament to everyone who got up, who spread the message and were part of the process. And then that process led to then all of the officers being convicted. And then hopefully in the future, we can get past injustices to be made right. Some officers who have been let off scot-free, they might be safe now, but if we continue the movement, then hopefully justice will be served and karma will take its effect and then they will get what they deserve essentially but it's been interesting because seeing it from an outsider's point of view in terms of like someone outside of America looking in and seeing what's happening I myself was a victim of saying you know the rioting and the looting were bad and I do think those two things are bad but they're understandable Martin Luther King saying that uh, rioting is the language of the you know oppressed and the the unheard and you can see that over the past years loads of people have taken to the streets and peacefully protested and nothing has happened nothing has happened but I think that's partly because the movement didn't reach as many people people still were behind I call it like a veil of ignorance and they weren't you know in tune to what's going on they didn't understand it but I think what's happening now is that on social media, everyone is starting to see what was blinding them before. And I think it's really cool. And I think it's great. And I think it's this is what progress is. But in terms of like writing and looting, I think I understand it, but I don't agree with it. I think it's um, it does create media attention, which it has done, but it also creates a narrative against the justified movement. You can see Donald Trump. He is a horrible, horrible president. He's not looking to unite the people. He's looking to divide people. He's looking to abuse people in terms of sending in military and brutalizing people. And my issue is that these people who are writing and looting 
are spoiling the message which needs to be heard now it's created a narrative where Donald Trump is justifying more brutality it's allowed for all more injustices like we've seen all over Instagram and Twitter more people getting abused by the police more people more peaceful protesters getting involved in altercations with the police that are so unnecessary and it's horrible and if the if the president realized that perpetuating more violence it becomes a never ending spiral and so the looting and the rioting it's a reaction to the injustice that occurred and then the next reaction to that is okay the police are becoming more violent and so and then no one is right in this situation none of the looters and the rioters are right none of the police who are involved in brutalizing american citizens that's not right either and so fine it's happened there's people on both sides that have been wrong but let's not pollute the main message of why all of this came about it's because there is a fundamental issue within the institutions in our society in america and even in the uk now what really needs to be done there needs to be more accountability on police on the police's side you know independent inquiries we need to vet these people who are working to protect our society or supposedly they're out there to protect our society i heard that and i don't know if this is true but i heard that it's easier to become a barber than it is to be a policeman or police officer in america and things need to change there needs to be more training there needs to be more education and maybe this does boil down to changing the education standards in america and in this country i can't remember people of color being portrayed in history it's very whitewashed and things do need to be changed and like all this is bringing these issues to the surface and i do commend it and i'm so happy like i went to the university of birmingham and there was a uh, a black lives matter protest in birmingham and no one was arrested it was peaceful it was conveying the message and that is the best form of taking action i really do feel that and so i also don't like this whole narrative that's been created where it's like leftist politics versus rightist politics blah 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 this should not be political this should be humanitarian you should see what's going on and you you should say no matter what your politics is you should say this is wrong i'm going to stand up to it now i hope that something constructive comes out of it people are calling for change the institutions need changing people's mentality need to be changed like as a okay this is how i describe myself i am a a privileged middle class brown british indian well there's so many different ways to characterize your identity but yeah so that's my fundamental I- identity and in many ways despite my privilege you can i can still see that there has been a wrong my personal experiences maybe not so much as fearing for my life if i've been like stopped by the police etc etc but it's the fact that for example when i was playing hockey in essex being racially abused just because i was brown and nothing else like these things are part of your mentality and 
how can you change your mentality? Well, of course, it's difficult. If it was easy, then there would be no such thing as racism. But it's ingrained, it's social conditioning. And that's not letting anyone off the hook for their racist attitude. It's, okay, fine, what can you do to change that? And it's really educating yourself and being aware of what's going on. There is no such thing as, oh, I'm superior because I'm white. Once we change things on a a micro level, then that's when we can really change things from a macro level. The Contrarian Podcast, sponsored by Faraday Solicitors. Going to court can be stressful and difficult. That's when you need support and expert advice. Faraday Solicitors have a range of departments providing family law, criminal defence and civil litigation advice. Our solicitors are available to discuss your case to ensure you achieve the best possible outcome. Our reputation is built upon a philosophy of thorough case preparation coupled with a fearless commitment where we endeavour to provide every client with a high quality service. We hold a legal aid franchise are LXL accredited and are regulated by the SRA. Our solicitors will advise you on the most cost-effective way to fund your case as we accept both privately and publicly funded cases. Faraday's solicitors firmly believe that everyone has a right to justice and we will help you uphold that right. We can be contacted on 0207 281 1001 or via email on inquiries at faradaysolicitors.co.uk. The heart of East London, it's new sound radio, I'm glad that there's been loads of things going on in terms of awareness on social media. It's been so nice to be seeing so many things that I've been aware of for so long and now other people are being made aware of. And it's also given me an opportunity to learn so many more new things as well. But what I don't like about social media is the whole toxicity coming out of it. I do feel that a lot of people are being sort of like passively bullying people into like posting things. Oh, if you don't post things, you're you're racist, et cetera, et cetera. Like, I do agree. It's important to raise awareness and to educate your peers. But you have to remember that it doesn't happen overnight. People... Like if people are reading that book on uh, history of the uh, British Empire or the or the history of life in America in times of slavery, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, like change doesn't happen overnight. And if you push people to just post online for the sake of posting it, and it's not authentic, and they they're just doing it to jump on the bandwagon, then this is this becomes a problem. Then our people are also calling our others for this supposed performative allyship and I do feel like of course it's wrong but you need to realize that also people on you can say they're on their own path to awareness then let them do that and let's hope that they are doing that and that because fundamentally putting up something on your story means nothing it's about really understanding why things are and how things can be changed which is the most powerful powerful thing it's not about who can shout the loudest which uh social media sort of like portrays which perpetuates oh, if i shout the loudest then i am a better person because i put all of this stuff out like it's also about how you think innately like after you've come off twitter after you've come off instagram and things that you do whether you 
support the cause and you and you donate whether you sign petitions whether you send a letter to your local mp whether you vote in the next election these things are more constructive rather than you know putting a black square on your instagram and saying blackout tuesday hashtag black lives matter which that's also important in terms of spreading awareness i feel like those other things that i just mentioned are really how we're gonna stomp all of this stuff out so yeah that's what i wanted to say on that matter i know it's uh, a lot but i just thought here on the contrarian like i have this platform to speak about things and like i would say that i've been privileged in the fact that i have been able to learn about these different things it's not as if oh um what happened to george floyd has like sparked something that i don't know like i know what has happened in the past i'm not blind to it you know it's had an effect on me and my family in terms of like the british empire and their effects on the entire globe and i think that i do really hope that people are educating themselves because knowledge is power and knowledge is strength and without that then we're just what we're just living for the sake of living and that's not right wow getting so meta but yeah i do think this is a a turning point this isn't just something that is superficial which unfortunately it has fallen victim to in the past people realize that these things are important and that we can't go forward we can't go forward with these things in society with people having these bigoted views because they're wrong there is no such thing as white supremacy that's just like social conditioning that's just how people have been taught to behave and we can change that we can only change that through educating ourselves fundamentally and educating people around you calling people out making sure that we make steps to facilitate the necessary change and so going back to what i was saying in terms of like the contrarian is a platform for me to talk about things that i've experienced to talk about things that i have an opinion of and what i also like to say is that like we all have our own opinions and we are all entitled to have our own opinions but more often than not we have to check ourselves we have to hold ourselves to accountability as well like oh i think like this why do i think like this if we talk about brexit for example people say ah oh, like get the foreigners out but it's like okay why do you want them out think about its effect on you like people don't check their own opinions they they're all too happy to give their own opinions but they don't know why they have their opinions and that is that is really a dangerous thing like we should all know that if we have an opinion why if we have that opinion if someone asks you why then you should have that answer i hope that this sort of mini episode of me just monologuing was interesting i hope that you were able to take something away from this and i i do hope that you have learned about something because i want to empower you you know the person listening to this podcast to really make a positive impact in this world that we're living in a positive impact because fundamentally if you're not helping to make the world a better place then what are you doing i hope that you enjoyed this episode let me know what you guys think 
And yeah, we'll see you next week for another episode of the Contrarian Podcast. Peace. <laughs>